Hello, listeners. Dennis Wisco here. On the next couple episodes, or at least for this week's episodes, I wanted to change pace and do something that I haven't done in a while, and that is go through some frequently asked car buying questions. And specifically, this will be targeted for first-time car buyers. In this particular episode, you're going to hear from a gentleman named Joseph, who is in the Navy, based in San Diego, California. And he has a couple unique things about his particular situation. And so I wanted to share with you what that is and how it is that's I advised him on how to go about his first car purchase. On another episode, you'll get to hear from a mother-daughter duo and their car buying questions and what they should do. So stay tuned for that. Before we get to today's episode, I want to recognize and thank my media partners, Comotion Miami, Automotive Mastermind, and I will be having one of their employees, one of the Automotive Mastermind employees on the show here very soon, who will be talking about used cars and some of the things going on with Automotive Mastermind, so stay tuned for that. And also, I want to thank my last media partner, Thought Leadership Summits. Thought Leadership Summits is hosting their virtual event on July 28th and August 4th. Uh, One of the things that I'm seeing as the agenda is coming out is on August 4th, which looks like this is going to be more heavily focused for, as I like to call it, all the data science enthusiasts. One of the topics that they're going to be exploring is connected vehicle data, making companies more profitable and making the world better. So that is actually a very interesting topic. I'm very interested in how vehicle data can be monetized and just used in general. This is going to be a conference that if you're not already familiar with the work of Thought Leadership Summits, definitely check it out. You can go to wiscoweeklypod.com slash TLS and learn more about this particular conference. Also, listeners of the show can get 20% off admission by using the discount code WISCO20. Now, let's get into today's episode. You are now tuned in to the Wisco Weekly Experience. I'm just asking around family, friends, uh, what they recommend. Even for myself, I'm pretty undecisive myself. Meet Joseph. He's a naval officer out of San Diego, California, and he is in transit from San Diego and about to be stationed in Colorado. Part of this move includes purchasing his first car. Uh, It was just like maybe two weeks ago. I went to a dealership for the first time and actually talked to a salesperson and test drove a car. Even though I knew I I wasn't going to buy something, um, I think I test, test drove the Kia Telluride just because I saw commercials and reviews on it, but it's a Kia and I don't really see myself in the Kia. And then uh, just yesterday, I actually test drove the 4Runner and RAV4 for the first time. Test driving a car was once an easier task pre-COVID. 
now trying to test drive a car can prove to be a very laborious task from contacting a dealership in advance to ensuring you have your hand sanitizer, your mask with you, to the stress of knowing the fact that it has this car been sanitized prior to you getting into it. You have dealerships who are trying to meet consumers halfway by offering to take vehicles to the consumer's house for that car to be test driven. All in all, test drives are a very important process in buying a car, especially when it is your first car. So now, one of the things that a lot of first-time buyers have to subscribe to is the idea of brand association. How does the perception of this brand reflect on me? Like just today, I picked up my, uh, my Civic that I've, I've used in Hawaii and Spain. I was pretty happy with that. But after like driving to Tacoma, in Florida, 2019, with all the upgraded stuff, I mean, I think it's about time uh, I drive a new car. I've had that Civic since 2013. So this will be my first uh, real car purchase. Joseph defaults to a particular behavior that we all have experienced at some point, and that is to go with what is familiar. He's a prior owner of a Honda Civic, or he's a current owner of a Honda Civic, and hence the brand of Honda is very familiar to him. And so the ease to purchase his first car makes it only that much stronger to go with the Honda brand. This will be a very common behavior amongst first-time buyers as well as your repeat buyers that they will go with what is familiar to them during these COVID-19 times. However, at the end of the day, a first-time buyer or your habitual leaser always defers to the main objective, and that is... Just making sure I get the best deal. Getting the best deal is a very subjective phrase. Often it is associated with some form of a lower price, a discounted price, a very cheap price. However, as even buyers will attest that a good deal often is a mixture of factors that contribute to a good deal. For instance, it may be a lower price. It can also be coupled with delivering the car to the house once everything is completed as opposed to the consumer going to the dealership. It could mean throwing in all-weather floor mats. At the end of the day, a good deal is something that the buyer needs to be able to eventually communicate and accept, as well as the dealership needs to be able to do their job in order to ask questions, in order to figure out what will it take to make a deal with Joseph. 
one of the struggles and challenges currently of the automotive retail space is the fact that dealership staff has dwindled down. There have been layoffs as a result of the economic crisis and dealership staff or dealerships have not been quick to hire back staff. In addition to that, more and more, I'm starting to see the psychological drain on workers back in at a dealership staff where there's just not the same enthusiasm and drive to make a sale, for instance. Now, it almost seems as if the human element is kicking in where there needs to be this work-life balance where going to work means let me take care of the necessities of my responsibilities and anything after that can wait because I'd rather ensure that everything that I'm doing, I am as safe as possible from a health perspective because then I may have to now go back home to my family and I don't want to jeopardize the health of my family. That is one assessment that I am making with regards to the lack of enthusiasm of retail workers at this moment. Let's get to let's get to the money part of it because I think that's probably going to drive um, how everything is going to work. Um, tell me about how you plan to pay for this. My dad wants me to pay all cash, but I think I'm gonna put uh, I, may, I may pay ca- all all cash down. But I was I think it was more comfortable with putting twenty down, and then the rest I'll, I'll finance so I could just I mean not have a big cut in my savings and also just try to build some credit. I mean, knowing that I could pay off those, uh, those monthlies. I love this mindset and this framing of how a first time buyer should go into paying for a car. While it is great that his father is giving him some advice that he should just pay cash for this car. The other side of the equation is a more long-term play in that he is a first-time buyer. He's going to have a very short credit history in which, in the long run, if he is going to be looking at buying a place and getting more expensive items, then having a long credit history will be more advantageous to him. So then now that Joseph wants to use a combination of cash and financing, what are his available options? Yeah, I think Navy Federal was my go-to, but I I think when it comes to cars, a lot of the dealerships want you to finance through them for the best deal. So in that case, I'm pretty open. I would just pretty much would go with whoever offered the best uh, uh, no rates or whatever that is. Indeed, dealers 
in cahoots with automakers may offer incentives on lower rates to entice and sometimes strong arm a customer to go with the dealer's rates and or the automaker's rates. And sometimes dealers may use alternative forms of lending that go through the traditional banks. For instance, the Bank of Americas and the Wells Fargo's of the world, they may be doing business with a dealership. And hence, sometimes a dealership may offer you that type of financing. A credit union is often a great way to ensure a very fair and low rate in comparison to the alternatives. Oftentimes, a credit union will have financing rates lower than that of the traditional banks. However, it's only the lenders of the automaker that can really compete with a credit union. For instance, now, a lot of the promotions offered by the automakers is for 0% financing. Now, you'll never see a credit union get to 0%, but they may get very close. For instance, 0.9. However, if indeed the case is 0%, then that obviously is the cheapest form of borrowing money, and you definitely want to opt for that 0%. Now, it should be noted that your financing rate is subjective to your credit score and your credit history. So where should Joseph opt to go with his financing? Well, that depends, again, on what he views as a good deal. Certainly, he has the right mindset, and he is asking the right questions where once he does identify the particular vehicle and it comes down to how he will pay for the vehicle, by asking the questions of what is the rates offered by the manufacturer, what are the rates offered by Navy Fed, doing a comparison of both, and also understanding what are some of the ulterior factors, such as is the manufacturer offering any additional incentive by going in their, that direction. This is nothing more than a math equation that you have to break down and see side by side. Only then will you know what is the best way to go. Oftentimes, one of the main concerns from consumers, car buyers, that is, on comparing different lenders and their financing rates is will their credit score be affected? And it most certainly will get affected. However, there is something that the credit bureaus allow where if you are shopping for a car, you they will allow your credit to be run a handful of times. Every bureau is a little bit different than the next, but certainly if you wanted to compare what your rates would be from two banks, that's certainly not going to be an issue. Even three banks is not going to be an issue. However, as you do start to creep up to the four, five, and more, that is where I do believe there most certainly is a universal acceptance of the bureaus that that 
now starts to lower your score and hence affect the rate you would be receiving. Let's recall that in Joseph's particular situation, that part of his situation is the fact that he is looking to move from San Diego to Colorado, and in doing this move, he's going to want to have the vehicle registered in the state that he is moving to, that being Colorado. So our co-host, Kelly Cruz, asks the question. I just want to make sure that uh, that we answer any questions about kind of the issue of purchasing in California but moving to Colorado and whether there's any insight we can provide now or if we need to just have that conversation with the dealership in terms of registration or any other issues about, you know, taking the car out of state. I can see this scenario playing out more so than in prior years because COVID has changed the way that we want to live and work. For instance, there's been talks, and I think the data is showing, although it's not conclusive, that more people are moving to the suburbs and to and, and away from these urban areas. So I can see it happening where more people are looking to buy a car in one state as they get ready to transition into a new life in another state. When purchasing a car from a dealership, there are two ways to handle this type of scenario. Either way is equally acceptable. One just requires more work, and specifically from the dealer, than the other. So one particular way is for you, the buyer, to simply get a one-day permit. That one-day permit allows you to pay minimal California DMV fees in exchange for that one day for you to essentially leave the state of California. Now, in doing this, you will need to demonstrate a proof of residence in the state that you will be residing in so that the dealer can send forth all the paperwork to the necessary DMV so that your local DMV now will have your title on hand when you pay in full for that particular vehicle. So that is one particular way you can handle this is essentially asking for a one-day permit to leave California and in hopes of registering your car as soon as you arrive in the state that you are, are residing in or that you will be residing in. The second way is to pay all the California DMV fees. And at the time that you are getting ready to make the transition and make your drive out to Colorado in this case, then you simply tell the dealer, again, by pr providing your proof of residence, you simply supply that to the dealer, letting them know that, you know, by next week at this time, I will be in Colorado. So how does my registration work on that end? Again, is if in that sense, you're going to have to pay for the DMV, the California DMV fees, which is the downside. But on the flip side, once you do get into Colorado, 
most of the work will have already been done for you so that by the time you do go register your vehicle in the state of Colorado, Colorado will have all of your necessary information so that they can just simply issue you your now Colorado plates. And there is still a third way, and that would be having your car transported on a truck from, let's say, California to the other state. In this particular case, more than likely, the dealer will opt for that one-way trip Obviously, that will be most beneficial to you because while you will be saving on the DMV fees, you will be paying extra for that transport truck to take your vehicle from California to Colorado. So Joseph has a very unique buying situation. He's a first-time buyer. He's someone who has saved a lot of money and has the potential to pay cash or in his case, he, he even has access to Navy Federal Credit Union, which is definitely one of, the, one of the better credit unions around. He's moving from San Diego, California to Colorado. And all of this is making him understand what really is a good deal. And that is hopefully one of the things that I tried to illustrate on this particular episode how to think about what is a good deal, how to define what is a good deal to you, and hopefully, knowing all of this, you will be more confident in making your first car purchase. So good luck to you. Now, join us tomorrow as we cover a mother-daughter buying scenario. Here's a little teaser for you. You've been in the same car, essentially, with Nokia as she's driven? No. No, you haven't. No, um, I'm in Maryland. You no, think? Ma, you, she, he's saying in general, have you ever rode in the same car as me? Like when I oh, was yeah. driving. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How would you How would you describe her driving? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and mind you, there, this this is there 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 is a science behind why I'm asking this. I'm not asking just for purely entertainment purposes. So so that is a little bit of a discussion that I had with a mother daughter car buying duo. Tune in tomorrow to hear that car buying story. That will be a fun one. And thank you for listening to this episode of Wisco Weekly as we end every episode. Cheers, prost, l'chaim, kipis, nastravi, salut, kampai, mabruk, tutsins, gambe, yamas, nastarovie, vo and salute to the customer experience. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your co-host, Kelly Cruz, along with Dennis Wisco. We're so happy to have you with us. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will continue to follow us. One of the ways you can follow us is through social media. You can do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Not the Twitter, just Twitter. You can also look us up on LinkedIn. So please follow us on those different media channels in order to keep up to date with all that we have going on. Thank you for joining us.